You'll see bears. You may not get an opportunity at them, but you will see them and it'll raise the number of bear encounters you have. And so you'll go from one or two bear encounters a year. You'll double, triple, or quadruple that when you implement calling as part of your bear hunting strategy. Are you hearing this music right now? This is from David Jones, my good friend, David Jones. He heard that we had a new podcast called Ballistic Chronicles, and he wanted me to have some original music. We call this distortion number four. And anyway, you're listening to Ballistic Chronicles in this fourth in our mini-series on how to be a bear hunter. We talk about how to call black bears. We're going to talk about this again, but here's what you need to remember. Calling works, but you have to reset your expectations and forget what you know about calling coyotes. This is different. We talk how to call, philosophy, how to set up for wind, how long to call, the sequences, the volume, what sounds to use in different circumstances. This is a short introduction to calling we're definitely coming back to this subject because I love talking about this stuff. Bear hunting will change your life. And becoming a better caller will really up your game. You're going to see a lot more bears when you hunt. And you're going to have a lot more things to talk about when you get back from that hunt. <laughs> this is great stuff. Thanks for being here. How to be a bear hunter, number four. Good morning. In this fourth in our mini series on how to be a bear hunter, we talk about how to call black bears. We're going to talk about this again, but here's what you need to remember. Calling works. You have to reset your expectations when you hunt bears and forget what you know about calling coyotes. In this episode, we talk how to call, how to set up for wind, how long to call, calling sequences, volume, what bears are thinking about, and what sounds to use in different circumstances. So this is going to be a short intro into calling for bears. It's super important if you're going to hunt bears in the West. And we're definitely coming back to this subject. A lot of people are scared to call bears because of kind of the fear that this thing generates. Calling a predator, it's coming in to a fight. It knows that something's in trouble and that thing might be another bear, it might be a cougar, it could be coyotes, it could be wolves. So when a bear comes in, it's all bristled up. It might be ready to fight. It's looking around at the source of the sound. It's really, it's pinpointed the location. When it comes in, it's ready for anything. And that's 
the way you've got to be when you set up to call bears. What I like to think about first, the bear, generally it's got a short attention span. When it's coming to the call, it could be coming from a mile away. It might be distracted by something it finds, mushrooms or berries or apples or some other animal that it smells on the way there. And so that's why constant calling works. Call for bears, whether you're calling with mouth calls or with electronics, you commit to constant calling. Call for an hour. Set up for an hour. I'll sit for five or ten more minutes watching. People want to know what are the sounds to use. I bring it right back around to what the bears are expecting to get at any time of the year. May and again in August and September. And that's when I've been most successful in bringing bears to a call. I've called them in other months to April and October. I focus on what I'm expecting the bears to be looking for at that time of year. So in May, they're thinking about elk calves. They had an elk calf somewhere here in this location last year or the year before, and they're hoping to get another one. Elk sounds, calf elk sounds can be really good. Elk calls that you might get on electronics, or you can use a call like the Hoochie Mama or one of those other push-button cow-calf sounds. But I strongly lean toward the calf sounds, cow-elk sounds as well, even going so far as to use the cow bugle, which is really common in late May, early June, as those cows are in distress getting close to calving. So cow bugles and calf calling. Then fawn calls, fawn distress, deer distress, all that stuff can work year round. Fighting bears is another one. April, May, June, I would be strongly interested in using fighting bear sounds. And you can mix these up. So you can call with elk, calf, and then switch over to fighting bears, switch back to calf elk sounds again and then come back to fighting bears. You're selling a scenario. That bear may have started moving 20 minutes ago and it's still coming and it's still coming. I've had bears show up to a call as quickly as a minute to 15 minutes to 23 minutes. I write all this stuff down in my journals. I've had bears come in at 52 minutes, 57 minutes, 58 minutes, 59 minutes. And then at about 60 minutes, I'm getting up. But, you know, it could be there's still been a bear coming. So you call for at least an hour, constant calling. The thing that really improves your odds when you're calling black bears is if you see the bear first. So if you see a bear on a hillside and you know you can watch it and watch it coming for a while, try calling. This might be the thing that you use to get that bear close for a shot. So as far as setups go, pay attention to the wind. You want the wind in your face when you're calling to an area where you expect the bear to come from. Anything you can do to prevent your scent from getting to where that bear is, is going to raise the odds in your favor. Pay attention to the wind, but watch the downwind side because a lot of bears will circle to the downwind side. I used to not pay attention to this as much, but I found more and more that I would see a bear coming in from the downwind side because it had circled me to get the scent and now it was coming in. 
And the most important thing about calling black bears, you've, you've got these other things ticked off. You're constant calling. You call for an hour. You're paying attention to the wind. You're watching the downwind side. Believe that this stuff works. It works. It will work for you if you give it enough time. You're not going to get a bear coming into a call every single setup. You may not get a bear coming to a call for three or four setups, three or four days in a row. But eventually, you will get a bear coming into sight. And then don't be discouraged about this. Remember, you've, you've become a bear hunter. You've changed your outlook. It takes a different kind of person, a different kind of attitude to be a successful bear hunter. But you're raising the odds. You're changing the odds immeasurably. Believe that this stuff is going to work. So other sounds, rabbit distress, bears are omnivores. They'll eat anything. Rodent distress, especially April to October. Rabbits can be year-round. If you're hunting in California and there's wild pigs in the area, pig distress. Lost sheep, again, elk mews and elk calf sounds year-round and and deer distress year-round. Probably my favorite are deer distress. There's deer in almost all the places we hunt. A deer distress sound is like a universal call to dinner. My call of choice, Fox Pro Shockwave. I'll start off soft, turn it up, and then try to crank up the volume, crank up the intensity, project that sound into the canyons. A lot of times I'm hunting big country and I expect there to be a bear in every canyon I look into, whether I can see that bear or not. And so I expect there to be bears when I can see the bear first and I start calling. It's not a hundred percent. Some bears will run the other direction. And why is that? It's because some bears know that they're not the biggest bear in the area. They're going to get in a fight. The sound of uh, cubs in distress, which is a real good choice in May and June, a sow is probably going to go the other direction. But then again, a sow that lost cubs and is still smarting from that loss, that sow might turn and come straight into to bear might just sit down. I've had all kinds of reactions. Every single bear is different than every other bear. And the circumstances they're in are going to dictate how they respond. Bears have a short attention span. They're easily distracted. It might stumble into a berry patch or spawning salmon. You got to keep the sound rolling to keep them on the move. When you're using a battery-operated call, you might run out of power. You might Your batteries might run down. So what you want to do is have a mouth call that you can pull out and then start calling immediately when something like that happens. I spotted a bear while I was elk hunting and I was able to call that bear for upwards of 40 minutes. I think it was 48 minutes that that bear circled me and I could get glimpses of it in the trees, my back to a tree. At the moment when it was going to come into sight, a truck came along the road up at the top of the canyon and the bear spooked at that, left the area. Right before dusk, I circled out and tracked that bear in the snow and I found that it had gone three quarters of the way around me trying to get the scent. You'll see bears. You may not get an opportunity at them, but you will see them and it'll raise the number of bear encounters you have. And so you'll go from one or two bear encounters a year. You'll double, triple, or quadruple that when you implement calling as part of your bear hunting strategy.
Every circumstance is going to be different. When I'm using a 30-06, for example, and I've got a 3 to 9 scope, I'm going to dial that scope down to 3 power. If that bear is coming in and coming in fast and is coming right to the source of that sound, if that sound is me, that bear, that encounter might be pretty close. So you want to have the, the scope dialed down where you can pick it up quickly and make the shot. With electronic calls, most of them these days have a remote control options. So you can set that call 20 yards away, 50 yards away. And that's a good way to mitigate some of that um, situation where the, the bear can smell you as it's coming in. If you can put it where the prevailing wind is going to keep the scent away from the bear, from the direction you expect it to come, that's a really good situation. Hey guys, if you like this episode, tell your friends. Hit like and subscribe and come back and download the next episode. Start at the first one. Skip around or start at the last episode. Work backwards. We dare ya. We double dog dare ya. <laughs>